In this episode, we talk about value creation, which is critical to how growth investment firms consistently succeed in transforming their portfolio holdings into category-leading expansion companies built for the long term. Firms and groups such as Blackstone Growth, Great Hill Partners, Insight Partners, and Vista Equity shared with GrowthCap on the Growth Investor Podcast how they think about value creation and their approach to closely partnering with management teams to optimize key operational areas that are critical for rapid scale to occur. RJ Lumba is the managing partner of GrowthCap and the executive chairman of Market Insight Media. He is the host of Growth Investor, a podcast featuring today's best investors, executives, and founders. In the minutes ahead, we'll uncover insights and strategies for accelerating growth and succeeding in business. The sheer size of Blackstone and tremendous amount of resources that it can bring to bear to any given portfolio company is astounding. And this advantage extends to Blackstone Growth, Blackstone's dedicated growth equity group, which is led by John Korngold, global head of Blackstone Growth and global co-head of technology investing. BXG implements value creation at scale. The broader infrastructure of the firm, we've got thousands of employees in the operations team. We have dozens of data scientists. We've got over a billion square feet of e-commerce logistics warehouses. We buy centrally on behalf of north of 700,000 people. And that allows us to be one of the very largest clients globally of AWS or FedEx or others. And that can translate the savings of 15, 20, or 25% of huge swaths of your SG&A relative to a growth company's kind of base cost. We've got 100 plus operating professionals. We've got data scientists. We have brand marketers. Spanx, for example, we're working with them on their social media customer acquisition pricing specialists, go-to-market experts. We have cross-selling teams. You know, Blackstone's got $200 plus billion of revenue in our Blackstone ecosystem, and we can facilitate introductions across that. And so those are all, I'd say, not meant to be a replacement of management's resources. Instead, they're meant to be an extension of management's bandwidth so they can take on much more transformational growth without the execution risk you'd associate with really fast-growing environments. At Great Hill Partners, they partner closely with CEOs and management teams of their portfolio companies, often serving as the primary advisor when considering key strategic decisions. Hand in hand, they set the agenda and take on the daunting task of shaping their companies into iconic businesses in their respective categories. From their perspective, every company is unique, and they go to great lengths to create a bespoke approach. While they have some repeatable strategies, each situation requires a combination of art and science. Michael Kuman, Managing Director at Great Hill Partners, who has been with the firm for over 20 years, shared a couple examples where strategy and close coordination was critical to success. We view our strategy and our position as helping either entrepreneurs or talented management teams build leading and iconic businesses in their categories. And Unlike some other firms, I think really have a blueprint, we have a playbook, meaning we have some repeatable strategies that we apply across the portfolio, but we do believe that every company is unique and distinct, and we try to create a bespoke, tailored approach to each of those companies. So it's a combination of art and science. The science is all of the repeatable processes that we've developed over the years, but we do really try to diagnose and assess the company's needs and opportunities at an atomic individual level 
And I think that plays well with entrepreneurs and management teams. They don't really want to feel like they're a widget. And we don't believe that that's, at least in our opinion, the best way to attack the growth market. Having spoken to a lot of investors over the years, I feel like everyone has their own favorite portfolio company or, or case study of something that was really challenging and then they were able to really succeed in the end. Do you have a case study like that? Well, I, I could probably give you 20. I mean, I think some, something that's at least recent I'm really proud of is really across a couple of companies, but the pandemic definitely tested the metal of certain companies and certain management teams. And we had a lot of companies in the pandemic that had substantial tailwinds as either there were shifts to e-commerce or movement from on-premise to cloud or things in healthcare, other things where we were beneficiaries. We also had some companies that really got hit, two of which I'll talk about. The first is Custom Inc., which you mentioned, which is a customized apparel and merchandise business focused on groups and group events, activities, et cetera. And so in a world where people cease to get together, the concept of a group changes tremendously. So for a couple week period in March, I think it was late March, early April of the pandemic, that business, which is a really scaled large asset was down, I think 75 or 80% year over year. And you really didn't know which way was up. And the team rallied in a way that was really impressive. First, they had to diagnose the issue and the challenge. They took some very swift action on the cost side. They actually furloughed a massive number of their employees. They didn't let them go, but they basically told their people, give us a little bit of time while we figure this out. And this is a company that's been named, you know, best place to work, top 100 in America for a long time. They'd really earned the right with their team members to do that and very quickly pivoted their supply chain, actually started selling PPE, started selling masks and other things. In the first 60, 90 days, they put up their best, most profitable quarter ever. And in the time it took to do that, they also formulated and figured out where the demand, the remaining demand in their core market was and attacked that. They were able to bring back pretty much everybody they furloughed and ultimately now have gotten through the pandemic substantially stronger than where we entered. We have another business called Today Ticks, which is the leading ticketer for performing arts. Think Broadway, West End, theater, effectively. You know, that's a business that went from growing incredibly quickly, doing great, to having approximately zero dollars of revenue for over a year. And so, again, you learn what your teams are made of. They also tighten their belts, but they went on the offensive. We bought some companies, we migrated some technology platforms and repositioned the business or at least solidified our position in the market such that when the industry reopened here over the last nine months, the company's now substantially, again, better off than where we entered massive market share gains. And so you never know what shoe is going to drop in this industry, whether it's a recession, whether it's a cyber attack, whether it's an employee issue, you name it. I have to say, I didn't expect there to be a airborne virus being transmitted globally. That wasn't in the risks and opportunities section of our investment committee deck. But it's nice to see that when you invest in good assets and back great teams, those are usually good formulas for success. And even in the most dire environment, I think that's been validating. Insight Partners has grown to approximately $80 billion in assets under management. Part of what's made the firm successful 
is its ability to effectively dissect companies, decide on how to improve them, and quickly implement their tactics. Talent is perhaps the most important consideration when scaling an organization, along with figuring out what roles to hire first. Per Rachel Geller, Managing Director at Insight Partners, a key first step is to envision what the organizational structure needs to look like and then leverage the best expertise to design and implement tactical work. I think often when we start out on the journey with a company, we're working with a founder who has built an incredible product. They found that product market fit and they need to scale. And so the couple areas that we engage first are talent. So bringing in the next level of talent to the management team and helping figure out what roles to hire first, and then scaling go to market. So when you have this great product at the beginning, it's selling itself. How do you actually scale that go-to-market motion? What does that org structure need to look like? We have a center of excellence within our on-site team, which I'll tell you a little bit more about in a second, that really focuses on some of the tactics and gets their hands dirty in helping our founders build those businesses. Another area that we really focus on is data. So because we are so data-driven and have such scale in our portfolio to bring the best software benchmarks to our companies... We focus a lot on instrumenting businesses. And so when we invest, companies may be at different stages of maturity in terms of how visible their metrics are. And we feel like if the best thing we can do is get the right tooling in place and the right reporting in place to really see what's happening in the business. And then together with our founders and CEOs, we can help determine the right things to prioritize. Our onsite team is a team of more than 130 operators who are organized in the functional areas that are needed to scale a software company. So sales, marketing, customer success, product engineering. And we're able to bring all of these resources together to partner with our portfolio companies in the areas where they really need the most help. And when we think about Insight today, it's funny as I speak with other investors in the software and technology space, Insight is almost held up on a pedestal among the top software investors. I'd like to hear a little bit more about these value creation capabilities. I mean, you mentioned them. Can you give us a little something distinct, maybe perhaps some companies you worked with? Well, first of all, that's very kind of you to say. We appreciate it. I think that in terms of value creation, we really view scaling companies as a partnership between Insight and our CEOs and management teams and building great businesses together. We really build deep relationships, and then we take a team-based approach to engaging with our companies between our on-site team and our investment team so that our companies have access to the full platform of resources across all of the functional areas that I've mentioned. And it's all the option of the company. So we don't force a certain approach, but we have a lot of best practices to bring to bear. In terms of examples, maybe without naming names, I can tell you about one area where we spend a lot of time, which is M&A. I think Insight, because of the size of our sourcing engine, and then all of the resources I mentioned, it's a pretty unique place that we can partner with our companies and add value. So one of my portfolio companies, and this is a pretty common pattern, when we invested, it was a single product company. And we wanted, in partnership with management, to build this out into a multi-product suite. And some of this we built internally in terms of new products, and some of this we acquired. And in our initial hold period, we did six acquisitions and Insight sourced several of these acquisitions. And in the beginning, we were really involved in the full life cycle of the deal because the company had not yet built out their corporate development muscle. 
So not only did we help source the company, we helped diligence it. We were helping on post-merger integration. We were having our sales experts think about how we go to market. What do we think about pricing and packaging? But then as the company scaled and we continued to acquire further companies, we were able to act more as advisors in partnership with the company because they had built a lot of those capabilities internally. So I think that's just one example, but we really tailor the way that we engage with companies at different points of their life cycle. Long known for being one of the leaders in software private equity investing, Vista Equity pioneered some of the methods for scaling enterprise software companies. In its Endeavor Fund, led by Renee Stewart and Rachel Arnold, they are particularly focused on bootstrapped companies and focuses oftentimes at effectively building out the executive ranks, among other key areas. I can talk about one of our early, one of our, I think this was our second investment it was a bootstrap business and we absolutely love working with bootstrap founders because there often is just a lot of opportunity to help them build and grow and invest in, in their business. But let me actually take a quick step back and talk a little bit about one of the areas we add value in, and this then goes and parlays into why we're able to make such a big impact in this business. What we've seen in terms of at the scale stage Really having the right executive team around the table is paramount. You know, having the right sales and marketing leader versus the wrong sales and marketing leader is literally the difference between having stalled growth versus accelerating growth. And I think what we found is for many first-time CEOs, which many founders are, they often don't know what great looks like in a leader. You know, they might think that their sales leader is great because it's the best they've ever worked with, or they were great from the zero to 10 stage. Whereas we've seen hundreds of, you know, name your function, <laughs> great leaders. And, you know, not only that, but we're able to, as a larger platform, attract extremely talented executives that a small 10 million revenue business might not be able to attract on their own. And so one of the things that we add a lot of value in, in working with companies, particularly bootstrap businesses, is being able to really help them build out their executive team. And this was definitely the case in SecureLink, which was the second investment that we made out of Endeavor, where it was a bootstrap business, founder run. He did not have an executive team. He knew that he was missing some team members to really help him grow and scale. And within the first four months, we were able to help him add five executives which, as you can imagine, in this environment, it's extremely hard to kind of recruit so many great executives. And we helped him build out his entire go-to-market engine, both on the sales side, as well as on, on the marketing and customer success side. And, and that resulted in you know the business, which was growing less than 20% a year. I think it was kind of growing in the teens to within the first year, being able to grow over 40% just by bringing on such a world-class management team, as well as helping them build out their, their overall go-to-market engine. And so you know, we love to make impact immediately because the sooner you're able to, to do that, I think the, the more overall value you're able to create for the businesses and the talent all, all around you. There's another investment, RJ, that's currently still in our portfolio, a business called Fusion Risk Management that also I think is memorable now, it hasn't necessarily ended its chapter with us, but to Renee's point, you know, one of the things that was critical to the founder as they were thinking about a sponsor for the next chapter, they had earlier investors as well institutionally, but they were looking for someone who could also help them hire next chapter CEO. 
The founder was considering retiring, was looking to diversify his own personal wealth, and also really ensure that there was a team and an investor backing that could really support accelerated growth. And when we did customer calls, every customer we talked to raved about not just the product strength and superiority, but also about the, the customer support they received. And as you know, raving customers is such a great sign for expansion and, and capability to both build out the product portfolio, but also grow revenue long-term. It was a business where given the focus on management team and the strength of the product and customer relationship, we really knew we could help. Our value creation process in that business has really kind of come down to three things. You know, First and foremost, supporting the team through the transition of CEO. To Renee's point, we brought in an incredible professional CEO in Mike Campbell who helped stabilize and build around the existing execs who wanted to stay as part of the transition and also bring in three very, very strong additional executives where there hadn't been anyone on the management team covering those spots before. So strengthening the team was really important. We also expanded the product base, looking at both the product positioning, adding new functionality and investing in R&D, but also enabling the business to move up market, which we saw as one of the most important growth factors. And then finally, in almost every one of our businesses, given the growth stage where we invest, a focus on go-to-market excellence was really important. And it's something we've seen pay off incredibly since we invested in September 2019 to today. We're seeing phenomenal results out of that growth engine investment. You know, what I think excites us about investments like the one Renee talked about, you know, like Fusion that I just shared, is this partnership with management and this idea that when you have great alignment and bring resources to bear, you, you can truly unlock opportunity. When it comes to value creation, each firm takes a different approach based on what it believes will lead to the optimal outcome. Notably, what makes a great growth investment firm is its ability to improve on portfolio company strategy and operations and to do so efficiently and consistently in all economic environments. 